All right. Three, two. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome back to episode six of the True Love Tattoo Podcast. Uh, I'd just like to thank our sponsors, Killer Merch. Um, Killer Merch underscore printing on Instagram or killermerch.com.au. Uh, you know, maybe your wife's left you trying to win it back, putting a face on a T-shirt, getting 20 to 50 people to wear that T-shirt, maybe a flash mob type scenario. Might not work, but then you got 20 to 50 shirts that will remind you of the good times and Killer Merch can fucking help you with that. Um, maybe don't try it. I don't know if Josh is going to do that sort of thing, but it's worth a go. Um, follow your heart. So today <laughs> I am joined <laughs> by Leonie New of Chapel Tattoo. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. That's no, okay. I'm out of breath from that <laughs> really good intro. <laughs> well, it's taken six episodes to get to this point. Um, so, Leonie, how long have you been tattooing? Um, people ask me this all the time and I think uh, I always have to do the maths in my head. I think maybe 10 years or 11 years. Right. Oh, I don't know, something like that. And have you always been tattooing here in Melbourne? Um, pretty much. Um, well, my apprenticeship was out in the country. I don't know if you'd call it part of Melbourne. It's like Warrigal. So it's out of Melbourne. It's oh, Gippsland. Gippsland. Yeah. Where's that? How far um, away is that? It's about an hour and a half sort of southeast. Right. Yeah. So what, what were you doing before you were tattooing? Um, nothing really to do with anything related to tattooing. I was, um, I guess after school, I went overseas for a bit. Came where'd, back. Where'd you go? Um, I went over to England, like yeah. over to Europe, Turkey and stuff, a bit of all over. Just yeah. did that for about a year and then I came back and then I went to uh, like I went to Swinburne TAFE yep. and did a diploma of uh, diploma of visual arts, which was I mean, it was really good fun and I still have friends from it, but it didn't really sort of lead me anywhere, I guess. Like right. it wasn't really my thing. I think, like, that's why I think I like tattooing because it's a bit more straightforward than yeah. the art world. Where, did you feel like when you were at TAFE you just didn't really have much of a direction? You're like, cool, now I've got this diploma, what the fuck am I yeah, going to do Yeah, I mean, that? I definitely, I guess I did it because I didn't know what else to do. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, like I said, it was good fun. But it didn't make me think, oh, now I want to sort of keep going with any one thing. I never really got to that point. Yeah. And, yeah, so I just I went overseas again after that instead, <laughs> <laughs> instead of doing anything proper. Do you feel like doing the diploma helped you in tattooing? No. I mean, <laughs> like it, not really. I mean, it, yeah. it basically, it, it wasn't really anything that taught much. It was more about like giving it, like it was like a studio space and, you know, there was classes and stuff, but it was, I mean, all the classes were cool. Like they were taken by actual, you know, functioning artists in Melbourne. And that was, that part was really cool. But yeah, I guess it just made me realise that it just, I don't know, it's more about, I didn't like having to explain things. I just, I think I'm a bit more simple. I just like pictures that look nice. Did you ever, <laughs> did you, yeah, did you ever consider things like graphic design where it's sort of like art for a purpose? I never really, I mean, I guess I probably thought about it, but at that point I didn't, I don't know. I, I mean, I was like working in hospitality. I just sort of thought I'd just keep doing that. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, just travelling and stuff. So Yeah, so I it was kind of like working, just saving up coins so you could go travel. So yeah, pretty much. No, no sort of like real no careers. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely not, no. Yeah, right. What, what was the, the deciding 
point for you to to want to pursue tattooing? Um, I don't know what changed. I mean, I was a bit older. Like like I was just saying, I was probably more like Pete or Rob. Like I was about twenty seven or twenty eight, I think. Yeah. And I guess people like I'd been getting tattooed for a bunch of years. And I'd always still liked, you know, doing artistic things, I don't know, drawing and stuff just for fun. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it got to the point where someone, people were suggesting doing tattooing and for so long I just thought I couldn't do it. You know, it's a bit intimidating and just, you know, I don't know, I just wasn't confident all enough. Those, all those sort of like interactions you had getting tattooed, that was sort of like the stereotypical like rough sort yeah. of shops or something? No, it wasn't even that so much. I got tattooed by really nice people. It was just more that I I just didn't have the confidence, I think, right. to sort of think that I could do that. You know, it's kind of a serious thing, like to put something on someone. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think it just, yeah, I don't know, it just took me a while to sort of get to the point. And then one day someone said that, you know, the same suggestion and I, I think I just changed my mind and I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. Just fuck it, why not? Yeah, 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 I'll just give it a try. Did you, like, go to the place that you were getting tattooed or did you sort no. of... No, <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, it's like, so I, I didn't really feel like I knew anyone enough who I was getting tattooed by to sort of ask or anything like that. And I was getting tattooed at, um, you know, Tattoo Magic and stuff. And, you know, I definitely didn't want to be like, hey, can I have an apprenticeship? So... Yeah. Basically, my only in was my mum and dad at that point had moved out to near Warrigal. Yep. And they're, it's really hard to explain. It's like their neighbor's son's girlfriend right. owned the local tattoo shop. Or she was about to take it over at that point, actually. Yeah. Um, so I went up there a couple of times and sort of hung out to sort of, you know, ask her, you know, for some tips Just how like to get test into the it and stuff like a bit. that. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually. I think, you know, I brought my follow in and stuff like that and eventually she just offered me a job and it yep. was a bit, you know, I was a bit sort of, I never really thought that would come out of it because it was quite far out of the city and I, you know, didn't want to move out of the city at that point because... Oh, so you were, you were living in the city and yeah. travelling out there because your parents yeah. sort of lived out there. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I was just travelling out there just to work but right. I guess, yeah, because they were out there, I sort of had that link into the shop. How far away, like an hour or something an hour and from and the half. city? Yeah, right, yeah. doing that sort of how yeah. many days a week? Five days a week. Right. But I was lucky because I had another guy who he'd started just about maybe six months, I think, before me. Yeah. And um, he's, yeah, working up in Yamba now, Josh Pidcock. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so luckily he was living in South Yarra, I was living in St Kilda, so we ended up sharing the driving. So it kind of, I mean, it was, you know, it was hard. Obviously it's a long, I don't know, it's just a lot of time out of the day when you're trying to really concentrate on other things like learning how to tattoo and stuff. But thank God, you know, at least I had someone else to sort of, you know, on the way home we'd talk about <laughs> like how to, you know, teaching ourselves what we're doing and stuff like that. So it's sort of, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. It was just, yeah. So where did you go from there? How long did you spend at that shop? Uh, was there three years. Three years? Yeah. Where'd you go after that? Um, after that I got a job at Voodoo Inc. in St Kilda. Because I was living around the corner. With Mr. Pete Pav. Yes, I was working with Pete and Mikey Sharks from Man's Ruin and, I mean, so many other people. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like a lot of other people (laughs) came and went through that shop. But it was was good. Yeah, I think it might have been with Pete 
that we're talking about voodoo and just how many epic tattooers have yeah, so gone, many people gone have gone through. through there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's and heaps of guest artists as well. Yeah, like it's sort of it was a pretty good place to work in terms of like you know I feel like I sort of know people now who if I did I mean I've, I've never done it but if I wanted to go somewhere overseas I could probably you know say hey can I come totally. guest at your shop or something yeah yeah do you reckon you will at some point. Mm, I mean, the, maybe, but... Do you have the ambitions to maybe travel well, and tattoo? Well, sort of, but I, I don't know. Every time I think about it, I did for ages. I, I wanted to go to the States and sort of work over there. But now when I think about it, I'm like, oh, actually, I just want a holiday. Just an True. actual holiday, not working. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you'd sort of got a lot of the, the travelling out of your system a little yeah. bit earlier on anyway. Yeah. Well, like I was saying to you, I mean, to be honest, in a way, since I started tattooing, my life has been pretty kind of sedentary it's pretty you know just work that you know that's all <laughs> pretty much all that happens I mean yeah. my life before tattooing you know that was way more adventurous like I did a lot of you know other stuff before traveling a whole lot of living yeah yeah and then so from voodoo you went to man's ruin tattoo yeah actually I worked at um blue lady in the city ah. just like in the meantime in a little like for right. a little bit that was really good as well yep and then, yeah, then Man's Ruin and then Chapel. And, and now Chapel Tattoo, which yeah. is an institution in Australian tattooing. Yeah. I think yeah. there's there's few shops within Australia where people overseas know the name. That's true, yeah. And I, I think Chapel Tattoo, everyone knows of Chapel Tattoo. Yeah, I think, yeah, because it's just been around for so long and it's had a good sort of name for so long that, yeah, people, you know, from all around will sort of know it. Yeah, well, when you your first day working at Chapel, were you kind of like, I fucking done it? <laughs> yeah, I've made it <laughs> a little I'm bit. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I remember, you know, really when I first started, I was because I mean, I've been sort of local in that area for so long that yeah. I, I used to walk past and smell like the you know green soap and stuff, and that <laughs> fully ingrained itself as like that's the smell of like a good tattoo shop, like that's like Chapel Tattoo. Yeah. But I don't actually smell the smell anymore. It's weird. I'm yeah. sure it's still there, but I think I'm I've just I've become used to immune it. to it too. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, it was good to sort of have made it to where I wanted to be one day. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, do you have, like, ambitions to sort of, I don't know, where, where do you go from that? You, you've reached the, the like, in well, my opinion, I mean, like, like one of the top shops, like, yeah, I guess for sure. I mean, I guess if I maybe if I was more ambitious, I don't know. Maybe I'd be like, oh, I want to go to London or New York or something. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely doesn't really fit in with my sort of, I guess, life. So I mean, yeah, because you get you got yourself a little family. Yeah, and we've got like a just bought like a little block of land and stuff. So yeah, that's more. It's not really a sort of. I guess the next move is not so career related. It's more all your like ambitions are, related. Yeah, more more in your personal life as yeah. opposed to work life. Yes. Which is really interesting. I sort of wanted to ask you, um, how do you find that balance? Like it, I find like so many people, regardless of career, find that work-life balance really difficult, especially when they've got so many things that they want to achieve and do. Yeah. It's sort of like you almost something's got to give, something's got to lose. I know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's people out there who are so good at just doing everything and just, I don't know, like have tons of energy and they just are like, you know, just power through and they, you know, work hard, party hard, do everything. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like 
I don't know. I I don't want to put it down to just getting older, but I feel like I definitely had more sort of, you know, energy to do things or, you know, even if I had to drive for three hours a day now, I'd probably, I don't know, I don't think I could do it forever. But back in the day I was like, whatever, you know. But you'd also be a lot busier now. So like your days are filled with a lot lot more work. So it was like maybe back then you didn't have as much on so it wasn't as taxing. I mean, well, to be honest, it was pretty busy there. It was like, it was kind of like the, the good shop in that area and it was really, like really busy. I mean, it was, and it was harder work too because it was, it wasn't like now I feel like it's getting easier in a lot of ways as in, you know, if someone comes in and goes, oh, I want a butterfly, I kind of know what they want. Yep. Whereas back in those days, you know, it, it was kind of heaps of problem solving. Like it was heaps of like adding things onto stuff, you yep. know, like oh, reworking things, putting kids' names into things. like Just that real like street shop tattooing. Yeah, which yeah. I mean I, I still like that sort of stuff, you know, I'm not against doing anything really, but it was like, it wasn't straightforward things. It was never just like, you know, here's my whole free calf, just stick it wherever. It was yeah. always like, oh, like working into like little gaps and stuff. It was hard. I think a lot of people listening might not realise how versatile you really are. <laughs> You're incredible. Like you see oh, a Leonie tattoo and you can spot it from across the room. Like whenever someone comes into the shop and they've got one of your tattoos, it's like, oh, Leonie did that, oh, which I think I is yeah, a, a hard thing to sort of achieve and I think a lot of people aspire to be able to have a signature look to their tattoos, which you definitely do. But like the other week I was getting tattooed at Chapel and you were doing like a fucking realistic lion oh, yeah. cup. <laughs> you know, you did that. I've seen yeah. like this this um, realistic black and grey back piece you did once and like mm. script on a dude's neck. It's like you seem but I don't think I'm like. But I'm not like, I mean... With things like that, I feel like there's definitely better people out there to do it, you know. Like I feel like the the right person for that job should really be doing it. But at the same time, if someone really wants it off me for whatever reason, of course I'll do it. Like Yeah, but I know. think I think that versatility would have come from your roots to I doing think, Oh, Oracle. definitely, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we had to do just whatever, you know, everything. Yeah. Which I, I really, like, I'm so sort of appreciative of that because, uh, I don't know, the idea of sort of someone coming in and wanting something and being really shaken by that is kind of scary. I like yeah. I like to sort of think that, you know, it's not always going to be easy, but I'm like I, I reckon I've done most kind of things. Oh, not like portraits or anything like that. I've never done portrait yeah. stuff. But like anything else, I'd sort of give it a go, Yeah, I guess. Can you think of like a time where like your work-life balance was way off? Um, or do you feel like you've always had a pretty good handle on it? No, I don't think I really have worked that sort of out still. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard and I guess it's different for everyone and it's sort of, I guess, your circumstances can change anyway. I mean, I don't know, it's, it's a really, really tough one because it's also like working for yourself, you're always, I don't know, especially there's been quiet times, you know, there's been times not really recently but like in the sort of, you know, maybe five years ago or something, there was, I think a lot of people were just really quiet. Yeah. Um, I don't know what was happening in the world that made that happen. Global but financial crisis. Oh, it probably was, hey. <laughs> I don't even know I what mean, it maybe. is. I mean, maybe, I don't know. To be honest. No, it's like words. real world stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I reckon it was something to do with that. But I remember, you know, I guess when you work for yourself, you always have this sort of thing of you've got to take the work while you can get it. Yep. And so if people want to book in, 
you never want to say no. And I mean, I don't want to say no anyway because I yeah. don't want to disappoint people. But it's um, it's yeah, it's really hard to sort of put a limit on things. Yeah. Like I think that's why I th- it's good to sort of have rules about, I think, you know, your sort of times of the day that you work. I mean, mm-hmm. I still sometimes come in a bit early or stay late or whatever, but in general I try and stick to those times and days because otherwise if you're just kind of working around other people's schedules, you'll never stop working. True. Uh, yeah, I think when people sort of expect you to work outside of like your designated work hours, mm. it's kind of taking the advantage. You don't go to like a restaurant at like 11 o'clock when they're mopping yeah. the floors and expect yeah. a chef to make you something. It's, just, it's such a weird one because it is personal. And I mean, even like even not being physically at work, but even just answering emails and stuff at home or messages or whatever. I mean, I find that that's, it's really hard to sort of limit that like, Sometimes, you know, I've been told, oh, you should just do that, you know, one hour of the day or something like that, which I guess would be a really nice rule to have. But at the same time, I'm kind of, I'm more like, no, I just want to get it sorted out. I just want yeah. to book them in and then I don't have to worry about it until the time comes to actually think about it. It's hard, especially with our job where it's it's really hard to have that balance when, you know, there's so much that goes into it in our own time. Yeah. Only the tattoos happen between those yeah, hours at the yeah. shop, you know, and then it's all like the replying to messages or yeah, emails. it or, adds up a lot. It does. And I know my girlfriend hates it when I'm replying to emails at 10 o'clock on a yeah, Sunday night. I know. People always go, you shouldn't be like, you know, on call for these people. But it's like, but if that's I feel like if I, if I don't do it, yeah. I'll message someone else and get someone else to do it. So <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I just yeah. need to be on top of things and yeah. I, I don't want to miss those opportunities to, yeah, to get exactly. work. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just feel like you you got to take it. Yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah, that line really blurs between work and and home life Yeah. as well. Or you go out somewhere and someone knows you from the tattoo shop and they're just asking you in public <laughs> how much a tattoo is oh, going to be. Oh, God, that used to happen. Um, there was a while where I was taking the train to Warrigal, which <laughs> took even longer. It was probably like two and a half hours Whoa. each way. It was, oh, God, it was a marathon. But um, sometimes I'd be sitting there with a book with my, you know, earphones in, like really just trying to just, I don't know, get something done, like get some reading done or something. Mm-hmm. And people, I guess it's a small town in Warrigal, people would recognise me and be like, oh, you're that girl that works at the tattoo shop. And a two and a half hour train ride would turn into like a two and a half hour consultation for, you know, some kids' names on their arm. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. Well, it was uh, the shop that you worked at in Warrigal the only shop in Warrigal? Or was um, there a couple? It was at that point. I think there's maybe another one now. Right. So, but, yeah. yeah. And there was very, a lot of other local ones. But You're I think very, was... like, identifiable as the tattoo lady yeah, from the shop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like Wagga was yeah. very similar. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I remember one time I was having breakfast with my dad who came to visit. Yeah, and the waiter was asking me for a quote Aww. on a tattoo. I'm like, <laughs> please just take my fucking order. Yeah, <laughs> like, like just let me like do my job and you do your job. Yeah, or like working in bars where you're like pouring someone's drink and they've got their phone out and they're asking you how oh, much for God. things. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, I'm, I'm not other. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess that's the thing, yeah, it just kind of never really stops. Yeah. But I guess that's part of it, so, you know, I don't want to complain about it because, you know, I guess I want customers, obviously, so. (laughs) Get what you can. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you think um, there are sort of rules that people can set for themselves where they can sort of, like, um, prosper in their career and in their personal life without having to... Oh, I don't know. Or go one or the other. I mean, I guess that's again, it's like a really 
like depends on your personality, I'd say, because yep. some people might be totally able to just be like a bit more sort of, you know, straightforward about it. Like this is my work time, this is my home time. But yep. I mean, I find that hard. But and I, I don't know, I feel like most people that I talk to find it kind of hard too. Because, yeah, you know, you, it's like I was saying, it is really personal. Like you're dealing with actual people emailing you and, you know, like that's why I I always want to email people back and say that I'm, you know, really excited to do their tattoo because I am, you know. It's all, yeah. it's really flattering. So totally. I feel like maybe that's it. Maybe that's why because it's like a kind of a compliment that someone would want to get a tattoo by me. So I yeah. want to sort of give them heaps of, you know, kind of, like, not attention, but just, like, you know, reply to them and get it all sorted out. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. That, that reminds me, um, years ago, uh, Reese Gordon, who we've definitely spoken about, definitely on uh, Bree's podcast last week mm-hmm. and maybe another one, he told me one time that there are two kind of tattooers, two kinds. Okay. One kind is the tattooer that feels like the customer is lucky oh. to get tattooed by them. You know, yeah. it's a privilege that you've managed to get a booking with me. Mm-hmm. And then there are the tattooers that uh, feel as if they are privileged that someone has asked them and entrusted them with such a huge responsibility of tattooing them. Yeah. And I feel like you definitely fall into the second category. I think most people do though. I mean, I, I, I reckon most people that I know anyway definitely would think more that, you know, they're lucky that people want to get stuff off them. I would hope anyway. I mean, I'm sure there's... In a perfect world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's people out there, but yeah, I reckon, I think most people are pretty stoked, especially if someone wants something that, you know, that is what you want to do. Yeah. It's like the ultimate compliment. Yeah, you're sort of at that point now where people are like seeking you out for the style of tattoo that you do. I mean, like you got featured on uh, Tattoo Do, like the the oh yeah blog thing. Yeah, the... I saw that because someone showed me, and I was like, oh, I oh, didn't they, even know. They, they didn't let you know. No, no, they didn't someone... say anything. That's incredible. What yeah. what was that like to to see your stuff on this like? Well, I don't really know. I don't know what it really is. <laughs> the Tattoo Do is it an online um, magazine? Look, I'm is it a real that. life magazine? Um, I know that it was started by that Army James dude that had all those tattoo TV shows. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I know that it's yeah. his little creation. Oh, I didn't I th- know. I think what it is is a service. I could be completely wrong, so <laughs> please don't uh, correct me on this. I think it's like a service where tattooers can sort of sign up and then they become part of like this registry where um, people can go to Tattoo Do and say they're like, oh, I'm going to be in Melbourne I want to find a, a good Melbourne oh, tattooer. Okay, so it's like a little research index. Kind I think of it's thing. like a tattoo phone book. In yeah, a way. and it sort of I like mean, promotes yeah. your work and stuff. But they've got like a blog anyway, which is what you got featured on for the tattoos that you were doing. There was a while, like you still do them, but I feel like there was a period where you're putting like these hearts sort of behind your designs. And yeah, they just, I like doing that. They just took off. Yeah, I got to do was, tons. Yeah, and, and just you know, people would see it and they're like, "Oh, that's a Leone tattoo," and this this blog was sort of like centred around those designs that you were doing at the time. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really nice when I saw that because, I mean, I didn't know what <laughs> I, love, I love you just got no idea what the fuck's no, going on. You're like, I don't uh, really, I don't know about blogs and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I guess like anything that I didn't have to do any work for it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You, did. you yeah. did hours and hours and hours of tattooing. Yeah, but all fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like doing those hearts. I've realised that that's kind of my, I don't know, 
sometimes I look at other people's tattoos and, you know, there's so much stuff that's so awesome getting put out there and, like, sometimes I, I don't know, Instagram's a bit of a curse because you look through it and on one hand it's, you know, really inspirational. On the other hand you look through and you're like, oh, God, I wish I'd tattooed like that and like that and like that and all these different styles and stuff. And I don't know, I guess I've just sort of come to terms with, like, I guess I'm never, like, going to do anything kind of cutting edge. I think I just should be happy and content just to do just, like, nice, just, I don't know, straightforward Well, I, I feel like and stuff. Um, I don't know if you're blind to it. I don't know if, if people are blind to their own style. I mean, people will definitely be like, oh, this is the colour palette I use for whatever. But I feel like you're always going to be kind of oblivious to what makes a Leone tattoo a Leone tattoo. Maybe. Because I do get people saying, oh, like, I can tell you a colour palette. But to me, I'm like, well, that's what everyone, it's the same as you would use. It's the same as, like, Mikey Sharks would use, I reckon. Like... Nope. No? <laughs> no? Nope. Yours is better. Um, it's not. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same colours. Like, I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's sort of the, the vibrancy of yours, but then you also use the real, like, earthy browns and, and plenty of black. So it's, it's those tattoos that are going to last forever without being, like, so. that really classic traditional. I guess they're traditional in the, in the fundamentals of the... Of the tattoo. Yeah, it's hard to, I don't know how to classify stuff. But you look at it and you're like, that's a Leone tattoo. Oh, well, thank which you. I think is, yeah, incredible to be able to do and you're probably just oblivious to it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. But do, I, do I you can ever, tell other people's tattoos for sure. Do you, do you ever sort of um, wish that you did something else in the sense? Like do you ever sit there and, and think... Because I know I think this all the time and I'm like, I just need to do something else. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm not progressing and I just doubt myself a lot and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just do neo-traditional <laughs> and I'll like draw a couple of things and no one will get them. <laughs> but like do you have those moments where, yeah. where you sort of like really well, question yourself? Definitely. Like that's the whole thing. That, But I, yeah, like there's times where I really do and I'm like, you know, I should be, I don't know, just doing something more, I don't know, just quirky or different or a bit more kind of revolutionary in a way. But, I, I mean, not everyone can do that, hey. It's not, yeah. it's not everyone's thing. I think, and I think the people that do do that aren't aware that they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think you could do that on purpose. It would be probably really contrived. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, the people that do it, like, I, yeah, it obviously comes out of their brain like that and my brain isn't like that. So <laughs> Your g- g- gut's a good brain, Leonie. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Does some stuff. <laughs> Does some stuff. <laughs> so what, what's it like um, working at Chapel now, like working with the likes of Andrew McLeod, a.k.a. Peppermint Jones? How, how do you feel like your um, outlook on tattooing has sort of changed? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's really changed. I mean, I'm, I'm like in a bit of a bubble there. Like I'm in my own room upstairs, which I've never sort of had that environment before. Yep. But it, I mean, I find it like kind of a good mix of like when I'm working I can sort of concentrate I find it a lot easier to talk to my customers as well yep. which I really like because I feel like I have I don't know like really good conversations and stuff so you feel like that side of your tattooing has changed by sort Maybe, of yeah. being more focused on the instead of like what's going on around you you're yeah, just way true. more yeah I'm more sort in. of yeah I guess I'm more focused on the customer in terms of you know actually I mean I feel like I always sort of try and ask them what they do or something like that which isn't always, you know, but I mean, hopefully that segues into something, you know, 
what they do isn't their entire personality. Sometimes just like really interesting stuff comes out. I love it when um, someone tells you their occupation and it could not be further from what you yeah. maybe anticipated yeah. it being. I mean, there's, I don't know, there's just so many jobs out there that I had no idea were a thing. And not just jobs, but like hobbies or you know, just heaps of stuff. There's just, what, I don't know. What's like the most obscure job that, that someone has like oh, said that they that's do? a hard one. I had a really nice girl I tattooed a few times and she, oh, I'm not, I, I can't remember the name because it's like a scientific name, but she basically, she dumbed it down for me. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> I basically study space rocks. Space rocks, like meteors and I guess so, stuff. yeah. Really? I mean, I think that's so cool. And she was yeah. like, you know, this young girl, she said that, you know, all her sort of contemporaries are sort of, you know, old men. Like it's definitely that sort of old world kind of thing. Yeah. But she's like, you know, got bright hair and tattoos and stuff. Yeah. One of the one. one of the coolest occupations I ever heard. Yeah, I tattooed uh, a girl who was a wish coordinator. A what? A wish oh, coordinator. For, um, Make a wish foundation. Oh, that's so cool. And oh. uh, she's just told me about all these celebrities she's yeah. met. But then one time, I'm like, "What do you do when a kid's just got an unattainable? Oh no, dream? Yeah, something impossible." And then she said that one time there was a kid. And he wanted to go to the moon because that's where <laughs> Spider-Man and Batman lived. <laughs> and like, he's got the Marvel and DC universes all fucked up, not to mention they don't live on the moon. Oh, so like, what cute. do you do? And she, she said that they um, contacted NASA. Oh, my God. As you do. Just slide into those DMs. Yeah. And then NASA made this little kid a custom astronaut suit. Oh, my God. That's unreal. Like a legit astronaut suit, not functioning, but yeah. lo- looks like it. To fit him, oh. and then like Qantas or something donated like a joy flight. So oh. he, he they took him to an airport, put him on like a little Qantas plane, and flew it around at night time. Oh my god! And when it landed, they like parked it in like a, a hangar at the airport where they sort of like kitted it out oh to look like god, the they moon. Set it up. <gasps> and Batman and Spider Man were there. Oh, that's, that's unreal. That's her job. I mean. It- yeah, that's so cool. I just, yeah, you don't even think that jobs like that exist. Exactly. Like that's just, I mean, I, I guess obviously someone has to do that stuff. But, I mean, <laughs> that's what you find out, isn't it? Like just yeah. really interesting things, yeah. you know. And Like I feel like I tattoo a lot of um, nurses and stuff like that and that, yep. you know, really impresses me too. And I'm always asking them for stories. Like to me it's, you know, it's like they've probably got way more gnarly stories than us. Oh, we've, I mean, yeah. God, we've just got stories about... I don't know, people passing out and, you know, pissing themselves and stuff. But, like, they've got... Have you heard that? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Poor dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I always get fascinated by nurses. Yeah. And they, they, I'm so yeah, impressed by it. Like you said, they have the gnarliest stories. Yeah. And I get squeamish uh, listening same. to them. And it's just oh. like, it's just another day at the fucking office for them. And that's the thing. It's like, sometimes I think you know, like, oh, there's so much pressure, I've got to do this tattoo. And, I mean, on one hand, for sure, it is it is really important what we're doing because it's, like, on someone and it's really important to them that it's, you know, what they want and stuff like that. But in the scheme of the world, you know, what have we got to be stressed about? Yeah. It's kind of nuts because it, I don't know, you get wrapped up in it sometimes. Yeah. i tell you what's also crazy. Mm. Speaking of nurses. Yeah. The first time I ever met you. Oh, yeah. You tattooed <laughs> a nurse on my arm. Yeah, I did. Man's Ruin tattoo. It was the oh, first time I ever beginning. went to Man's Ruin. Yeah. And now I you work got there. got sucked in. I got sucked in. In I a don't, good way. I don't 
think I was tattooing then either. I think I was apprenticing but not tattooing. Or maybe I just started tattooing. I mean, I definitely knew that you were like in, you know, tattooing in some way. I thought you were but maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I guess the the Men's Ruin turns five It would have been right at the start, I think. Yeah, and I've been tattooing five years. So maybe I only just started. Oh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That was really nice. Full circle. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you want to sort of get out of tattooing in a way? Um, Because, like, I I feel like people that do it, it's more than just a a job. Yeah. It's that combination of, like, a hobby, a passion and a job. Yeah. Is there sort of, like... Money aside, what what do you want to, like, gain from tattooing? I guess, I mean, I guess I would say I just want to be able to keep doing it as long as I can and, yep. you know, not ever get to the point where I'm, you know, over it or anything like that because I think that would be just really sad. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't really have any sort of certain thing that I want to get out of it. I just want to keep doing it, I guess, and just sort of, you know, hopefully keep doing fun stuff yeah. that I love doing. Have you met Johnny Dollar? Yeah. Have, yeah, I've got. You got Teddy Bone? Yeah. What was your experience with Johnny Dollar It was like? amazing. He's, you know, like everyone has the same experience, eh? Hey? Like you walk away and you're like, whoa, just, you know, it's just you feel like you've learned stuff even if he hasn't really said any, I don't know, particular advice or anything. He's just yeah. such like a, such a gentleman. I, I We definitely mentioned him in a previous episode. Johnny... Uh, started tattooing like in the 60s. He's in his 70s now and he tattoos in Richmond on uh, Punt Road. Mm. And you go and it will be the best experience you have ever had. Yeah, and I think he's it's, so relaxed. Uh, he's so relaxed but I think, like you said, you just want to love it yeah. for as long as possible and I think he's the shining example of that. Definitely. That's exactly it because, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have to still do it. I mean, he's got no. the supply shop. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know his whole situation but, like, I just, I'm sure that he does it for the love of it. Yeah. I remember I've only been the one time and we would show him photos of like a Samuel Briganti tattoo or something, you know, and he gets so excited yeah. over them. Yeah, 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 so still so been, into it. Someone that's been doing it for that long still loves it yeah. so much. Yeah, and he's still interested in it enough to like, you know, look at photos. He's not, he doesn't go, oh, whatever, new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um he doesn't particularly like doing black tattoos. <laughs> oh yeah, because you've got just black stuff. I've, yeah, did, I've got I've got like one that go? Um, so I asked him why. Yeah. And to him, being very old school, he's sort of like the difference between a prison tattoo <gasps> and a professional oh, tattoo is color ink. Yeah, he's right. Like in, in jails, they don't yeah, have colored ink. Black. So he's like. Like a jail tats. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so he's always like a little bit apprehensive <laughs> yeah. to do it, but then he, he comes around. So he did it. He did it. Oh. He, he did it, and it was great. And I got his like little signature on my wrist. Oh, that's so cool. Little, oh yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, so uh, that's so sick. I left there with the biggest smile on my face. Yeah, it just seems to happen like to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to. I want to be that. Yeah, I wanna, I definitely. Love tattooing. That yeah, because I mean, I do think about that too. Like, how many people are going to be left at the end? Like, there's. I mean, I don't know. I don't like thinking about big picture stuff because I can't get my head around it completely, like, you know, the numbers and things like that. But <laughs> there's a lot of tattooers and there's only going to be more. So yeah. I don't know how everyone's going to be doing it forever. But, I mean, I get, I don't know. I'm I sure feel like a, a lot of people drop off 
for whatever reason. I'm sure even just the changes in Instagram is going to like, <laughs> like people are just going to filter off Maybe. because Instagram's changing. Yeah. And those mm. people shouldn't be in it. If, yeah. if, you know, if they're just in it for the, for the likes on Instagram yeah. or whatever. I think it's kind of, I kind of like that they took the likes off. Me too. Because. What, like, what, what do you think is going to happen to like tattooers now that there's no likes on Instagram? Well, I mean, it should be the same. It should be the same but with, I guess, less ego because, I mean, as long as you're busy doing tattoos and you're putting stuff out there, people are still going to see it. It's just that other people, you know, you don't have to compare things. Because yeah. I guess that's the only thing that that would come down to is like, you know, wanting to know how you're doing compared to someone else. Yeah. Which is kind of should yeah. be it's irrelevant, a, I guess. I mean, it's, it's hard not to get caught up in. I mean, yeah. if you do a tattoo of an anchor and then you get however many likes and then you look on Instagram and someone sent an anchor that you think is maybe a bit shitter than yours <laughs> and you're like, how did they get yeah. that many? And then you just get really bummed and, and all that sort of stuff. So I think by I think removing... It's good taking that away. Re- removing the likes, everyone's yeah. on that sort of even playing field. Yeah, exactly. And, it's just it is what it is. Like you're putting, you're putting all the same stuff out there. You've got, I guess, in a way less motivation to do it, which I think is good for people as well because, I mean, yeah. you know, it's... It's fun to put a tattoo up on Instagram and, you know, have people comment on it or whatever, but, it like, it can't actually be about that. No. I think maybe even the, the likes getting taken away might encourage people to comment more, which I... Oh, maybe. I hope so because, I, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's always nice when someone leaves a comment rather yeah. than just liking well, a picture like and actually, scrolling on. Well, it's like yeah, giving you something. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think would happen if they took, like, got rid of the number of followers? Ooh. Would people self-destruct? Oh, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I think it would explode and then oh, everyone's going to try and get back on that weird Vero train. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Never. Did you set up a Vero? No. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. I know a lot of people did. I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I just thought, well, if that happens, I guess I'll deal with it when it happens, but I'm not going to... Someone, someone told me that it was free for a small amount of time and then you'd have to pay for it. I'm um, like, oh, well, I'm just going to get it while it's free. Yeah. And then I had no idea what the fuck it was or how to use it and <laughs> never uh, touch I it. Would, <laughs> honestly, I would only get it if it was like really necessary because I'm, I don't know, I'm always a couple of years later to everything than yeah. everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'd just, I'd, yeah. You're still in MySpace? Oh, man. I, was, I'd, I only just got MySpace and everyone was like... <laughs> MySpace, it's Facebook now. And then I got <laughs> Facebook and then everyone was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Instagram. So I just think like I'd rather just keep it simple. It's, yeah, it's a little bit, it's hard because it's Instagram has just become such an important business tool for everybody. Yeah, that's like, true. Not just tattooers, like no, restaurants, I mean, it's thing. everything. And if it sort of one day just ceased to exist, I don't know... Yeah, I don't know what would happen. The I really world. don't. I, I mean, it's think the world would fall apart. <laughs> if that's I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I know this sounds like a full, you know, hippie ideal sort of thing, but <laughs> I would really, I would, I, like, I, I have to use Instagram. I feel like I have to, but I would really like to not care about that stuff. Yeah, I really would. I mean, like, even ten years ago, I can't remember how long Instagram's been around for, but people weren't using it ten years ago. No, ten years ago was probably Facebook. Yeah. And then on Facebook, it was only the people that you'd accept a friend request yeah, or whatever true, would see it's your a bit stuff. Different. So only people that you wanted to see your stuff would see your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Instagram comes along and you just, I know you have so much more reach with all your stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the appeal of it. Yeah, definitely. So you can just reach a, a broader audience. With and yeah, like it matches people up, I guess, you know, like you can find 
the right person for the right job, I guess. Yeah. It sort of makes it a lot more straightforward. But I guess if it, if it disappeared, I guess it would just go back to how it was, like, you know, wasn't too bad. Yeah, but do you think people would, would be, be... word of mouth. Do you think people would be as busy? Well, I mean, I guess people would still be getting tattooed at the same rate, I reckon. It would just be, you know, it would have to be more... You'd have to put more effort in, I guess, to sort of do the research or, you know, yeah. ask your friends or go to the local place and check it out and see if there's anyone that you like there. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it definitely wouldn't be the end of anything. It would just be different. It would think, be like yeah. going back in time. I think there'd just be more people coming through the door to yeah. sort of to actually have out. a look. Yeah. Yeah, which, which would is, be kind of cool. Yeah, that's not a bad thing at all. No. So, yeah, I don't think it would be actually that bad. <laughs> just different. Leonie. Against Instagram. It's going to be <laughs> I'm not against Instagram. It's cool. But <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Instagram. I like it. But just not, I just, I don't know. I hate, I hate that like I'm sucked into it. Yeah. I, I feel it like, shits me. If, like if, you wanna... want, if you want to do anything now, it, Instagram's just a part of it. Yeah. You know, like you don't really have a choice. If you want to get busy, you have to put yourself out there. And now that the way to do it is just on social networking sites. Yeah. I just never thought of like, I don't know, like the, everyone's like, oh, you got to hustle. And it's true, but I don't like thinking like that. Yeah. But I guess it's not really hustling. You're just putting things out there and people can look at it or not, I guess. I mean, some people definitely like curate them. Yeah, that's true. They look at the insights and they upload it this time on this day and they obsess over it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've tried that for maybe a week and didn't notice a difference and stopped. Yeah. I know I couldn't. I'd put stuff up whenever I think. Just, yeah, I finish just a tattoo and I upload yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, fair enough. If like, I guess if you really are thinking of it as like a business thing, then it's smart to do that stuff. So I'm not against that either. I just personally can't be, can't be bothered. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, at the moment, I feel like since it has changed, it's like I'm way less motivated to post stuff anyway. But I'm not any less busy, so yeah. it's kind of a good little test. Well, there's people like, um, do you know Grez yeah. at Kings Avenue yeah, doesn't in, even have in one. New York? He doesn't yeah. have that. And he obviously doesn't need it. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. But I like, mean, his stuff gets still put up on Instagram, but it still gets posted he on doesn't the have to worry about it. Or it's awesome. customers post tattoos that they get by him. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I mean, it would be nice if you could rely on that, you know, but I guess it's... I think that's just abnormal yeah. like in this day it's and pretty, age for that to, to work yeah. for, for someone. That's incredible. I, but I guess you got to be someone like that who, you know, has already just got that many people getting tattooed by him. and Was so established yeah, pre-social exactly. media. Yeah, I think that's you'd have to, yeah, be pre-established, exactly. Yeah. Do you think if you ever went to jail that you would tattoo in jail? Yeah. You reckon you would? Of course, because what else is there to do? True. I'd probably read a lot of books and stuff, but I mean... I'd want to do something like that you and I've got get nothing your, else. You hustle on in jail. And yeah, and I reckon it would make you like a pretty valuable person in there. You'd probably so. be able to get some chocolate bars and stuff. I wonder, I don't know much about jail, but I wonder <laughs> if you'd have to like, I don't know, keep it a little bit hidden from like the screws. I'm using <laughs> screws because I heard that like a TV show once. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, it's definitely from a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, well, yeah, because I'm pretty sure you're not like supposed to you know, tattoo. No. I mean, it's all pretty secretive. Yeah. Have you ever tattooed people, like, fresh out of jail? Oh, maybe. And, like, and like get first-hand experiences about, like... I definitely tattooed some people who had been in jail when I was in the country. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and I always was thinking to myself, don't ask, don't ask what they did. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I didn't because otherwise I would have that part of the story. But, yeah, I always wanted to for sure. Yeah. But I, I guess it's a bit rude to ask. <laughs> I don't know. One, one time um, a guy came into the shop and him and his girlfriend wanted each other's names okay. on them. And, like, we tried talking them out of it, going, look, it's a bad idea. But, you know, if you if you really want to do it, like, I guess, you know, we'll do it. <laughs> but, like, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> And uh, she got his name, which was like, I want to say like Daryl or Darren or something. Dazza. Yeah, Probably, I don't know. Some it, sort of like hundred percent. It was. It was. I think it was Darren. Okay. Like down her forearm, like pretty big, Ooh. with a rose that was covering her ex boyfriend's name. Oh, <laughs> so she's, so like, she's been there. And she's done been that there before. before. <laughs> it's not her first rodeo. Yeah. And then he got her name across his shoulders. Like oh wow! Huge. Enormous. And we're mm. like, dude, like you do that, like. Down the track. You're it's going to get be, a back piece. It's going to be oh. very difficult to cover up later on. He's like, no, 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 I'll be <laughs> fine. Anyway, um, fuck, it might have been like a year or so later, he comes back into the shop and I didn't recognize him and he oh. just wanted another tattoo. And I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll do that for you. And he'd just gotten out of jail that day. Oh, wow. And he had like possessions in a shopping bag. Oh, my God. Is that what they give you? Um, I think he'd came out of jail with whatever he went in yeah. and then went and bought new clothes uh, okay. and stuff and his yeah. old clothes were in the shopping bag. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> he had brand new shoes. And so Good. he's like, oh, while I'm here, um, do you reckon you'll be able to do something with this? And, like, showed me his back and oh. it was his name. And I'm like, oh, I oh, remember no. you. And I'm like, dude, what happened? And he just said, um, I went to jail because of the bitch. <gasps> and I'm oh. like, all right, I'm, I'm oh, not God. asking further questions on <laughs> yeah, that one. You don't want to get someone worked up about things. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then oh, I'm like, um, do you remember when you got that and we told you not to? And he's like, yeah. Don't say that. And, uh, and then I'm like, did we give you a bit of a hard time when you were getting it? And he's like, yeah. Should have listened. Oh. <laughs> it, like, it, was, it was an absolute like good sport about yeah. it, but I'm oh, just like, good. fuck, this is oh, tense. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, and but I've seen other people that have like tattoos done in jail, and I just get really curious and I ask about them. I'm like, yeah, because oh, like, I just yeah, I mean, it's kind of really intriguing. Yeah, just, like, I don't know. They've all got different sort of ways that they were done, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm like, cool. oh, did you guys like make your own machine in yeah. jail? Like, which is a pretty common thing. Yeah. Yes. No, we use a tattoo machine. <gasps> Really? Like, yeah, it used was, to be like all like a part of a Walkman. Walkmans don't even exist anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, we just smuggled one in. Oh. I'm like, what do you use for inks? Because they used to like burn thongs under yeah. a table and, and use like the... like chess pieces and stuff. Yeah, and use like the soot to make ink yeah. and stuff. They must goes, be so carcinogenic, I reckon. <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. I think that's the least of their problems. Mm, true. And then he's like, no, it is smuggled in tattoo ink. It, it just seemed like... That's so weird. When he explained it and it was just seemed like the most legitimate setup yeah. ever in jail. I mean, I, I guess I'd believe that. Like, I know that a lot of stuff goes on that, yeah. you know, you don't really assume could be that easy. I'm yeah. sure it's not easy, but yeah. <laughs> so weird. And then, like, we've, we've tattooed people that have worked at the jail as well. Oh, um, yeah. And one of them worked in, like, she was a nurse there. Yeah. And she's like, all the time we have inmates coming up asking for bupanthin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Busted. like, why, bro? You got nappy, <laughs> nappy rash? Nappy rash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, but it's so... And they just are like, okay, well... I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of a pretty, like, constructive pastime. It's not really bad. Like, it's... I mean, there's the health... Um, oh, apart from... Yeah, true. But, I mean, in that case... Maybe they should set it up properly. Yeah. Because I saw a thing the other day about um, giving inmates stray cats. 
What? To look after. Really? Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, there's something like that. It's the best idea ever because, True. I mean, it's, you know... They become responsible that, for something else. Yeah, and, and they're, like they're, they're cats that might not be rehomed or something. So, you know, it's kind of a win-win situation. I feel like a lot of actions that land people in jail are... Um, actions of a selfish nature where they're thinking about themselves and then I guess so, probably, it turn, turns yeah. into like I feel like a lot of them stem from like a, a selfish choice that they made whether yeah. it was greed or something yeah and then so they end up in jail but maybe by having stray cats they have to be selfless and, and yeah. look after something else so yeah. maybe maybe it's a good way to rehabilitate and I mean, people I think you know having pets is awesome yeah so I think you know it's I don't know it's just good for people Do and you, it's good for the cats. Do you reckon they get to keep the cats when they leave jail? Mm, maybe they're people that aren't going to leave jail. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read the article properly. But, I mean, maybe. Maybe if they wanted to. I don't know. Or they could just get another stray cat when they leave. Maybe. I don't think I'd be any good in jail. I sometimes think that I guess it will be like relaxing for a little bit maybe. <laughs> Get I don't some good know. sleep. <laughs> read, read some books, not have to be anywhere. But no, I don't think I'd be that great either. You know how some people, they're like, they go to jail and they come out and they're like buff as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that would not happen with me. <laughs> I'd go in there and see all those people like lifting weights and I'll be like, that's worse than jail. But I mean, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, it just depends what you're into. But no, I would hate it. <laughs> I like to, you know, be outdoors and stuff. Yeah, true. Well, I think we've covered a lot of ground today, Liam. Yeah, we talked about jail a lot. <laughs> <laughs> An unprecedented Unexpected, amount, yeah. yeah. But uh, I know that you'd probably be okay in jail as a result. Thanks. You're going to have that jail hustle. I'm not ever going to do anything to go into jail, though. I'm but not, that's what everyone thinks. I don't know. Mm. No one thinks I they're like going to go to jail. That. Yeah. But hey, maybe you might get a cat. <laughs> I've already got two cats. <gasps> you can have another one. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for I know inviting you're me. You're a little bit nervous I about was it. Super nervous. I think you fucking handled that shit. Thank you. For I sure. Hope, I hope so. Everyone should go and get tattooed by Leonie New at Chapel Tattoo. Oh, thanks. Here in Melbourne. Everyone should get tattooed by you as well. Uh, maybe, maybe if you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Leonie. Thank Appreciate you. it.